0: I'm Jackie Lockie, your financial planning maestro. This series of podcasts is aimed at financial planning professionals and also those who are looking to enter the financial planning profession. We will be talking join the podcast about all things certified financial planner certification related, talking to other CFPs around the world. And also, we will be dropping in on some new entrants who've just entered the financial planning profession. And we'll be checking up along the way on a regular basis with them to see how they're getting on. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest, and we're going to talk all the things CFP related. And my guest today is Andrew Booth from Nine Wealth Management. Hello, Andy.
1: Afternoon.
0: Thanks for joining me today. And we are going to talk all things CFP related, aren't
1: we? We'll do our best, yeah.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So before we get into your journey to CFP, tell us a little bit about how you came into the financial planning profession and how you discovered that the CFP was out there.
1: Um, okay, we've been going back quite a while now for this for mine, but um, I think, like most people, I sort of fell into financial planning. Um, I think it's now more of a career choice, but um, unfortunately, I'm 54 now, so I did fall into it. Um, I came out of university, became an insurance broker. I was a rugby player at the time. Rugby went professional. I realised I was given far more introductions to our financial planning team, Um down actually insurance broking work. I thought, Do you know what? When rugby went professional, I thought I'm going to qualify as a financial advisor and set up from there. So that's how I got into financial planning. Um, CFP, I've been aware of, for, aware of it for a very long time. Um, previous colleagues, um, we've got a current um, colleague who is CFP qualified as well. Um, Nine Wealth Management is a St. James Place uh, practice. Um, They are really trying to push the chartered and certified routes. And um, we went into lockdown and I thought, you know what, I've done quite a few of the CII exams, but I thought that the CFP looked more appealing, it looked more practical for what I do in my day job. So I thought I am going to use lockdown um, as an opportunity and get myself qualified and Pretty much that's what I did.
0: Wow, yeah. So while you were at home fielding extra client work and checking in to how they're all going, you are throwing yourself in at the deep end as well. So well done for taking all that one, uh, all in one great big go. So tell us a little bit about your journey to get through to CFP. Because I think with most people we've spoken to so far, it hasn't been a particularly smooth road, but they've kind of got there in the end. Would you say that's a fair assessment of your journey too? Or has yours been a bit different?
1: Do you know I'm going to most probably be slightly different? I think it was fairly smooth. And the the opportunity that lockdown did give me, yes, we were fielding far more client work, but because obviously with the concerns with everything that was going on. But a lot of my job tends to be out and about. Um, we do quite a bit of uh, hospitality as well. Um, my sport, I'm quite a keen sportsman still. I love my golf. So those were all opportunities, but I couldn't do those things that certainly on the weekends um you needed something to do I think it was quite a boring time if you didn't do anything it's I think it was study or drink wasn't it so <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: thought um I'm not getting any younger, so I thought I'm going to take this opportunity um and study and that's what I pretty much did in sort of um weeknights and uh on weekends and um I found the exam absolutely fine I found that um uh quite easy but Um, When I was at university, it was pre-assignment, really. It was much more just sitting exams. I did find the assignment pretty difficult. And it also coincided that we started lifting the lockdown a little bit so that there was was more sort of business opportunities and more business out there. But um, second go, thanks to you, Jackie, I managed to to pass. So uh, all's well that ends well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, following on, you know, it's been a few months now since uh, you became a certified financial planner. How, looking back on that whole process of, you know, deciding to embark on the CFP certification, you know, achieving the exam and passing that, the financial plan case study assessment, how how does it feel for you? And what do you think you could take from that experience into your day-to-day business life?
1: Um well, we've always gone down the cash flow planning route. that's where we' sort of um deal with all our clients. so there was nothing really sort of um uh, different, hugely different in that respect. i think what it does and sort of do go back to my sporting background a little bit is that um it's very much confidence and doing the exam sitting in assignment obviously passed previous exams before it does give you the confidence and I always remember thinking, "Oh, people aren't asking you certified or chartered." I do tend to tell everybody I meet now that um, I have come down that route. So, and it's it's. I think it's the confidence, and um, I think every, you know you've got to keep learning in this in this in this game, and you've got to keep learning. If you once you stop stand still, then you will go backwards because it's, it's ever changing and. Um, in a perverse way I did quite enjoy it because um, it opened my eyes to a few things there's lots of things I learned which I didn't realise um, so moving forward I think I'm in quite a lucky um, area that I've got quite a few um, qualified uh, friends stroke introducers and having that extra sort of uh, banner next to your name that extra qualification has uh, yeah. given me the confidence but also given them the confidence that um not only will I get on well with a client, but we've got all the technical backing. Not only me, but in the company, we've got we've got two chartered accountants, we've got a chartered financial planner um, as well. So the, the confidence I didn't always need to so go back to rely on them as well. I could actually do some work myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. So tell tell us about those extra things that you learned along the way that will uh, will help you moving forward.
1: Well, it taught me to. Um, Spend a lot more time on spreadsheets because I'm slightly impatient. I think that comes with the nature of the beast, but um, it's it's a process, isn't it? And I think mm. with the the CFP, it's very much process driven, and again, you've got to get your processes right. And it's um, we've done that, so I'm following a, a quite a rigorous process in everything we do. Um, and that's what I um, can't actually remember the question now, Jackie. But that's uh, <laughs> oh, so, that is.
0: So and the, do you think it's helped, um, you know, some people have said to me that it's helped them ask better questions of their clients to help see further down the track of things that might be coming, you know, towards the client in the future.
1: I think what it's done is that um, because we run our own business and you, you tend to be slightly impatient, you just want to get to the end. And I think a lot of our clients are quite entrepreneurial and, um, Sometimes they, in the past, they would give me an answer to a question, but it wasn't a full answer. And I would just let it go. I think now that I'll say, no, no, we can't let this go. This is extremely important. We do need to follow the full process. And I think that's what's helped. And that's what made uh, made us a better financial planning practice.
0: Mm, that's really interesting, isn't it? Um, and it's great that the process has kind of helped you develop and think these things through. And do you think that, um, you know, as the years go on now, you know, there's still plenty of life left in you to be giving financial planning advice, Andy. Um, what's what have you got on the horizon for the future? How do you think that the CFP might help you with, you know, future endeavors, you know, different clients or you know, ex- you know, different client types of client or that sort of thing?
1: I, I don't think it's reinvigorated me a little bit. It's given sort of it's like new lease of life because you can get a bit stayed. Um but it hasn't, hasn't changed it completely. But, you know, like we talk about financial plan for our clients, we've got our own financial plan um, and we very much sort of sit down and look at that and see where we want to get to. Um, but this is a job that it's an enjoyable job. It's not, strong wrong. It's not digging holes in the road. It's not a really hard labor uh, job. And if you get on with people and, you, and you, you're quite technical, it's, it's a job that I certainly like and I, you know, I can see myself going on for at least another 10, 15, 20 years, even um, mm-hmm. because it's something I enjoy.
0: Yes, yeah. And do you, what kind of clients are in your client bank at the moment? Is there, I guess, with your sporting background, you have you got clients who from a sporting background is is that why they're kind of a bit more you know entrepreneurial and uh, you know assertive maybe?
1: Well, we've got. There's there's a you know multitude of different clients, but we we do tend to look at and everyone says that look at high net worth, but, um, you know, it's becoming a bit twee now, but we certainly do. We look at you know business owners, um, and also we do look at sports people as well because I think sports people are even more important to get their financial plan because they've got such a short shelf life at the top, and quite often they've got an inverse. Um, uh, salary, you know, they're extremely high at the moment. We need to do that cash flow plan to yeah. get them the positions that when they do retire, it gives them options. Um, I think that's what cash flow planning and, and being a certified financial planner does. You just make sure you get the client to have the correct options um, and challenge them to see where they want to get to. So um, it, it's not always easy, but uh, we're certainly getting there, that's for sure.
0: Mm, That's good. And I think, but that's, isn't it, that's where the skill of being a financial planner really comes in is not to shy away from those tough conversations with clients and say, hey, look, you know, if you're a footballer, you might be earning, you know, a £100,000 a week now, but in, let's face it, in 10 or 15 years time, you might not be a footballer at all. And you, you know, you could get injured before then. So, you know, do you have things in place to you know for a second career or for you know for other things that you might want to do in life
1: sure it's absolutely uh absolutely essential but it's also that we get to position if, the, if they're young as well and they're entrepreneurial they still want to enjoy it they want to enjoy their life because no one knows what's around the corner mm-hmm. so it's vitally important that we get a cash flow plan in place that um they are putting aside a certain amount of money that is comfortable for them. That will get them to where they want to be at a certain age, but also they can absolutely enjoy their life now. Because, um, as I said before, you don't know what's around the corner. We've all been young. That's the last thing you want to do is save every penny you've got uh, until you know. If you're a business owner, you're 65, you retire, and and you know you haven't got this sort of the health and the vitality to enjoy it when you're sort of 35. So, it's getting that balance as well, which is uh, which is important because. We've been there, seen it, and done it ourselves. Um, I think we can um, we can empathise with that client um, and help them achieve their uh, their financial goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting, isn't it? And so, you know, looking at the, you know, quite a lot of people who are on the fence about whether to take the CFP this year or maybe next year. um, Lots of people kind of getting interested in becoming certified financial planners in the UK at the moment. What advice would you give to them um, to kind of help them along their way or help them make a decision whether the CFP is right for them?
1: Well, it's a no brain. I think you've got to you've got to go for the charter qualifications, whether you do the CFP or you go down the CII route, um, because it will come in. It will be mandatory at some stage. And certainly if I was a, a youngster coming through, you would just carry on the, um, the qualifications and get the, to the highest place you can possibly be. Um, but treat it um, as you would treat um, a business meeting. You have to set aside time in the diary. If you go to the gym, you usually got your gym sessions. In your average gym sessions in the diary, you've got your client meetings in the diary, and I would do exactly the same with the CFP. You treat it as um as a job, you know, to get to you better, get you fitter, do whatever you need to do. But um, I, I do think that um you need to go down that route. I found the CFP, um, as I said, it's eye open, it's reinvigorated me a little bit. Um, but sort of heartbacks that process, you put that process in place, you put that meeting in your diary. I am going to do at least an hour of CFP work this evening. I'm going to do at least two hours on the weekend because that's everything in life. If you can um, compartmentalize it into small bite-sized chunks, it does become a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, as a rough gauge for everybody putting time in their diary or thinking about planning on putting time in their diary, how long do you have a rough idea how long it took you to complete your said financial planner? You know, the case study element part of it?
1: <laughs> That's a great question, but I actually <laughs> don't know. And I don't want to look to see how long it took me.
0: It, it felt like, like a, a while.
1: <laughs> I did start um because I went on the first course that you were there, you you took and um I had to miss the first day because um, there was a bit of a mess up, not on your side, on our side. And I didn't get the invitation early enough. And I had client meetings in and I did, um, um, it was a three-day course, the second day. um, I did find it extremely difficult. I couldn't quite catch up. And Mm -hmm. that's why we had a couple of one-on-one sessions. And once, once you get... And it, you go back to that step-by-step process. Once we get the first step, it leads to the second step, leads to the third step. And eventually, uh, you can see yourself getting to, uh, to where you want to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to have that confidence in the process, haven't you? Because I know certainly from, from running, uh, you know, these fast track courses myself, everybody's like racing to get to the end, racing to get to the the recommendations that they want to make. And you've got to kind of, like you said earlier, you've got to trust that process and kind of go go through the kind of pain barrier to get out the other side.
1: Yeah, look. There's no point having the best outside half I'm a rugby player previously. There's no point having the best outside half if your forwards can't get in the ball. So mm. you've got you've got to do that uh, process. You've got to do it bit by bit, and it, it's 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 painstaking. It's it's uh, it's infuriating, but it's almost it, it does light up. And once you start really getting confidence with the spreadsheet, it does pan itself out. And you know that's what was great with the course and it was great having a couple of one-to-ones afterwards that you could help me sort of you know keep me on track and be yeah. motivated that um I wasn't quite done as I thought I was a few times <laughs> um, and we eventually got there
0: yeah yeah you absolutely did well you were the one that put in all the hard work I was just signposting you from time to time um but uh, and so you know you're from from a business perspective, do you think it will help? And you know, you said you've got you know chartered individuals in your firm as well. Having the CFP, do you think it will help with marketing? I mean, do do clients really understand what chartered is and what certified financial planner is? Do you think? I mean, I guess they. I don't know whether they're that bothered, are they? Or is it something that we as a profession make more of a fuss over? Do you think?
1: Do you know, I think we make more of a fuss of it, but I do think um, you know the media media's all around at the moment. The, the news is everywhere, so um, it will be. There is a lot of bad press about uh, financial planners, financial advisors. Mm. So it is important that you can you have the proper qualification, um, and it's not really good enough that you just you just got your your basic um, exams in place, your basic university degree. I think you just, as I said. Our industry is constantly changing every every year. Well, do you have pension simplification in two thousand six, and the rules and regs have changed every year since then. Yeah. Um, so it is important that you keep you keep yourself challenged, you keep yourself sharp, and certainly that's what I thought when I when I undertook the the training to become the CFP. Um, as I said, it reinvigorated me, and it and it, and it makes you hungry. So yeah. I've got to think of what I'm going to do in the next two or three years now. <laughs>
0: Well, you could become a CFP assessor or a tutor in the CFP if you want to.
1: <laughs> well, I think that might. I don't think I've got the patience for that, so I might, I might not to go down that route.
0: Um, excellent. Well, so any any final tips or thoughts for anybody who might be listening, who might be about to undertake their CFP?
1: Um, the only th- I think that the tips and the thoughts are um, it's not it doesn't happen overnight. If you're the type of individual thinks I'm going to get it straight away. Um, and as I said, we've been doing cash flow modeling for, for many a year. Um, it is it is more onerous, it is more difficult. It's going to be the, the hardest client you've ever cash flow plan for and done a, um, a complete report for, that's for sure. Um, but if you can do it and pass the assignment, then um, there's not going to be too many more difficult clients for you to uh put in place a really good sort of uh, report and financial plan for.
0: Mm. Excellent. Lovely. Well, Andy, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for taking time out to chat to me. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. And congratulations on your Certified Financial Planner license again.
1: Thanks, Jackie. Good to speak to you again.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's really interesting, isn't it, to listen to other people's points of view about different things, all relating to our wonderful financial planning profession. If you know anyone who might be interested in listening to any of these podcasts, please pass on our details to them. So that's it for me. Join me again next time when we'll be talking all things certified financial planner related and also dropping in on our new entrance to the financial planning profession. Bye for now.